I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey. Oh, cheers to that. We'll kick it off with a nice cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers and, and girls. girls. And girls. Cheers, you. cheers, cheers. Welcome to the Born Offside. We're cheersing drinks here because it's officially one year of the Born Offside podcast, Let's guys. Go, baby. Eye contact, guys. Mm. Ah, tastes better. Success. Success. One year. It is success because we've got some awesome fans. That's success in itself. You guys that have been here since day one and the guys that have joined along the journey. Thanks so much. And I think it's just the start, right? We've got so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. So much in store. It's been an amazing journey here, born offside. Next to two of my best mates either side, and they're joining me today. Ola and Tackers and kicking off with Kat. We've got a lot to celebrate. Because not only is it one year of born offside, um, it was also it's actually Halloween. It as is well. Right? We've got some scary stuff to talk about, mm. as always here in the football <laughs> world. And uh, it was Kat's grandma's birthday yesterday. Yes, it was. Big up Kat's grandma. Away. That's fine. It would have been Kat's grandma's yeah. birthday yesterday. Rest in peace. Happy birthday and rest in peace because also it would have been uh, the birthday of another legend who passed away two years ago. Oh. It would have been Diego Armando Maradona's birthday oh. yesterday as well. He would have been wow. 62. Rest in peace to, for R. many, R. the greatest footballer of all time. Mm. And R. Then, R. Uh, it, two years, that's it, gone quick. You know what? It takes me back to um, this time two years ago. Have I ever told you a story about when we were shooting for being sports? No. Uh, okay, so this show that, that I still have now on, yeah. on being the early kickoff, uh, it was we just gotten it right. October two years ago was when we started doing this show, and we used to dress up a little bit. Me and Adama used to dress up sometimes. Just I don't know, just <laughs> like Oktoberfest yeah, for buying mini games yeah. and yeah, shit like enough. that. And it was uh, Derby del Sole. It was Milan versus Roma. Yeah. So we dressed up. I dressed up as a gladiator for the back half of the episode. He dressed up as Diego Maradona. Right. Maradona was alive. Mm. And he dressed up as Diego Maradona and he did him so well, right? He had a wig on, he mm. had like a bit of a pillow under his yeah. jersey and he had all this and he was imitating Diego for the episode. It was so good. Wake up the next morning, the day that it was supposed to go to air and oh the news no. was He's Diego passed, passed away. So did you, And we'd you just gotten this show as well. So we were freaking oh out, right? So we had to jump into this edit like last second. And just... And, and just, just change remove, it completely. We put footage Maradona. over the whole backside of the... So, Dams was still talking, but you never saw Dams for the last 10 oh minutes of the show. Oh like every time the camera would cut to Dams, it was a highlight playing. You never saw <laughs> him. No one knows he's fully dressed no up as Maradona. No one ever knew wow. he was dressed up as Maradona. And no one asked questions either. Wow. That's, yeah. that's good. You know what? I know Adamo would have done a good job of yeah, that. Because if anyone has seen him on Bra, yeah. he really gets into character. He's very good. Yeah. And the thing about him is he's actually like... I mean, we all love Maradona, but he loves... Maradona. So he was horrified at the thought that someone might take it the wrong way, you yeah, know, because he absolutely yeah. Fair loves enough. it. Because it, it's like, it's fun and all that to dress up, but you yes. still want to be respectful. And yes. And he was alive when yeah. we shot it. Yeah, it was just crazy that that was the, the day. It was unbelievable. But yeah. anyway, may, may, may all those legends rest in peace and guys celebrating Halloween. Do you guys really celebrate much Halloween this mm. weekend? You, you went out for Halloween? Uh, I did. Yeah? I don't I don't really normally but I got invited so I like, Can I just say you went to the COD launcher man Call of Duty yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you just fucking recycled the same outfit for Halloween didn't you the no, next no, day I, I, I saw him in the you, went, you was dressed no, up for COD No but the COD one I didn't actually dress up for that one that was um, they they gave us shirts and stuff okay. so it wasn't actually okay. an outfit that I actually had my outfit 
for the next day, I was just trying it on, you know. Well, it was very COD inspired. It Check was COD inspired. A lot of people said that. A lot of people it. said yeah. that you ain't at the COD thing. But yeah, yeah. I had the COD event on Friday, which was sick, you know, um, to celebrate the launch of Modern Warfare 2. Why did you end up in a pool? What happened there? So basically me, um, we was in the finals. So it was everyone competing. We was in the finals. Oh, man. It was me and a guy in the UFC who's fighting in Perth. Actually, can't remember his name. Connor something and we we McGregor? He, just kidding <laughs> probably where it came to because um, it was the finals and I thought we, we hired some absolute sweats like I'm like but they had a pro ex-pro cod player in their Shit. team yeah. but I thought our sweats yeah. would like absolutely do them <laughs> so I was like you know what let's make it everyone's like go on make a bet then I was like let's make a bet whoever loses goes in the pool I'm like we are not losing I'm like yeah shake yeah. this hand yeah Fucking Done. lost. How did you go? You, did you struggle? Yeah, I was struggling. Man. I, was, <laughs> I was bottom of the table. I, I got to a point where I was just coaching everyone, trying not to die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> word on the street is Cord is a very good. Are you actually good? Oh, back in the day, I was all right. No, yeah. not back, back in the day. What was your KD? I reckon what was your KD? you are now. I double. I double a little bit. You what know, back in the day, you know, one point two. 1.2. Yeah, 1.2. Oh, now, now I do well to stay over one. Yeah. I do yeah, well to stay over yeah, one. It's on probably hard. If you don't... But I'm capturing objectives, bro. If I'm playing domination, I capture more flags than anyone in the game. Uh, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an objective player. Okay, I like I've that. I've never like not that. understood a conversation mm. more than that. <laughs> there were so you don't many words okay. in there. Right, no, nah, I know about poning noobs and stuff, but yeah. that was like uh, next yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if you, I tell you what, a few noobs got poned in the footballing world. Let's bring it back to football. Let's go. It is a football podcast at the end of the day. We had plenty. We're going to start local this week. We're going to start in the A-League. Yes. Because now we're four rounds in, Mm. And it's it's starting to spice up. Of course, we've got a Sydney derby around the corner. Um, we've been dabbling in a bit of A League fantasy as well. We have our own league here. You've been struggling, haven't you? No, no, no. I've lost. I lost my first match up this week. Oh, okay. So you actually I've, doing I've right. been doing fine. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, well. Um, did you have Jason Cummings? I don't have Cum Dog. You don't no. have Cum Dog because no. Cum Dog had a bit of a day out, didn't he? Goal. Do you have him on your team? I don't know. Oh, okay. No, no. I think too expensive. I think I went for Charlie Austin instead. Which you can't have both. Hasn't paid off. No, you can't have both. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Cum Dog. Uh, Look, a lot of people are saying not only has he booked his place on the tra- on the on the plane to Qatar, but he's booked a seat in first class with his performance on the weekend. Mm. Goal and three assists, as well as a disallowed That's goal as yeah, well. Yeah, big Pretty for stunning. Me. I'm, I'm Central Coast are looking decent, man. Central Coast are looking real good. Garen Kowal's been featuring. He mm. seems to be getting back to fitness. Mm. And, and I told you I saw him last week. You saw him last week? Yeah, I saw him at the African Cup. Oh, yeah, he just came yeah. down to watch, right? Yeah, just came down to watch his little brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's mad. I was like, what are you doing here? You're a big deal, man. You can't just wander around What's like he that. saying? He's still humble? <laughs> right, so humble. Just a yeah. normal guy, man. Just that's like, what you want to hear. To be, happy to be there. Yeah, he's a good guy. And it's nice to see him out, com- like, supporting community yeah, football. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. All about. yeah. That's absolutely what it's about. That is what it's all about. Jason Cummings, has he booked his spot on the plane for UK? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think doing that in the uh, in the Socceroos game, when yeah. he played that second mm. second game, scored off the bench. Mm. I mean, it's a pretty good sign. If you could only take Cumdog or Jamie McLaren. Oh, that's a tough that's one, isn't saying. it? Because yeah. I, I do really like Jamie McLaren. Okay. And I think he's such a standout player. Cumdog or Duke? Oh, Cumdog. Um, yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah Cumdog over Duke. What about you? And I really, really like Duke. And I, I just feel like... You're a bit biased, though. I, yeah, maybe a little bit biased, but because Duke, we know what he can do. Mm-hmm. And he knows his role as well. Yeah. So I reckon in an experienced role and saying in the position in a World Cup, like if you need a goal last 10, 15 mm. minutes mm. and it's a one-on-one, I think he might be de- he might deliver over Comdog. But can I just okay. challenge that he hasn't really done that recently with the Socceroos? Like I haven't really mm. felt or seen that kind of performance. Mm. I haven't yeah. seen him coming in clutch for us. When we yeah, 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 no, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. You speak, you, don't look at me because you're speaking to, to Duke's number one fan. 
okay. I'm a big Duke fan. Okay. Okay. I'm not okay, going to hide okay. it. I think Duke should start for the Socceroos. Okay, cool. I think he should start over it because, he, as you said, he knows his role. He knows his you role. Yeah. We, he's, we, not in, he's not in, like, you can just tell. Yeah. We, we interviewed him on our show and it, I loved it because Adamo asked him, he said, like, mate, if you're lining up against Kimpembe or Varane or these French centre-backs, yeah. what can they expect? And he said, he was open. He goes, I know I'm not the most technical, but I will fight them for every ball and awesome. I'll throw a few elbows and I'll let them know I'm there from the first minute. And mm. I was like, that's what I want to hear. That is right. absolutely yeah, 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 what you yeah. want to hear. He's very yeah. self-aware and I think he should start for the Socceroos. He knows exactly what he's going to bring. Cool. And I'm a big fan of him. But I would take Cumdog as well. All right. Left peg off the both. bench. Mm, let's take both. Por los dos? Por qué no los dos? Oh, del paso. Take both. There was plenty of red cards as usual. So many. Is this... Is this normal? Like, I don't know. The I feel like it's particularly red card yeah. season at the moment. Yeah, and, and half of them, if not more, are very questionable as well. We saw Brisbane Raw's goalkeeper um, get sent off in this game. Jordan Holmes came out. Did you, did you manage to see this one? Came not out the Brisbane Raw game, no. Sprinting, sprinting out of the box. And we had a question here from Will Macker. Was Jordan Holmes' red card wrong or spot on? I believe he got the ball first. Uh, Maka, I agree with you, mate. I think mm. he got the ball first. I think w- watching it, yes, the goalkeeper's come walkabout and he's miles out of his goal, but I think he did get a touch on the ball. I think a free kick probably would have been fair. Maybe a yellow card. I don't think he should get sent off for that. I think my problem with A-League refereeing here yeah. is it's not... I think it's light. It, it's way too soft. Soft, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think the on-field referees is where I've got my problem. A lot of people mm. making noise about VAR. I've yeah. got a problem with the on-field refs. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're the man in control. Make yeah, it's, it's it's tough for them at the moment because again we we feel like they they make a decision and then they hear this thing in their ear and they don't know if they, they're, they're almost not even making the decision because yeah. they don't know if it's yeah. right or wrong. There's yeah. no conviction yeah, in refereeing right now. That's the hard thing. They're about second today. guessing all the time. There's yeah. too much reliance on VAR, mm. and this isn't just in Australia. Like we're seeing this everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. I think technology coming in has made um, refereeing potentially a tougher job yeah. because there's always this thought in the back of their head that yeah. their decision yeah. will be overridden it's anyway. So yeah. true because back in the day it used to there used to be the conversations around was it a red, yeah. was it a yellow and that yeah. was almost a talking point in itself yeah. and I don't think yeah. that was a necessarily a bad thing for the game yeah. but now it's just like well was it a red, was it a yellow well VAR said yeah. well, it was the game. Well, yeah. <laughs> you almost have like the ref was always the most important person official yeah. mm. right there was four officials mm. ref, two linos in the fourth mm. the ref was the man in charge mm. And even, you, s- you know, when you're playing, right, and, like, the ref points this way for a throwing, but the lino points the other way. You're, oh. ref, you're in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, in charge, yeah. You always you go know, to, yeah. You always go straight to the ref. Now it's almost like, who is the most important person? Is it the ref or is it the VAR? Does the VAR now have the final decision on things? Are they the most important person on a football pitch now? Because it's uh, it, it's just, it's blurred lines a little bit. Sydney FC had another helping hand for a second week in a row. Um, yeah, I saw all the commentary around that. It was nice to see them win, though. Well, they won. <laughs> they won 3-2 against MacArthur. It turned out to be a great game. Credit to MacArthur, who fought right till the end. But penalty given to Sydney FC. Firstly, mm. the penalty cat. Is that a pen? I can see why people questioned it. Mm. I will remain impartial. No, oh, typical Sydney FC fan. No, because, look, like I said, it was a really good game. It was good to win. But, you know, there are certain decisions where you do think if I was on the other side, mm. I may have questioned that. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Well, I mean, it wasn't a pen off the bat and then it was rebounded and... Yeah, it just looked like a messy situation. It was very messy. I I wouldn't have ruined the game like that. Even Aspro's red, like I thought John Aspro's red was a little bit harsh. Mm. He did get caught out and no doubt he made a mistake there as a centre-half. I I agree that that was... Bit harsh? Bit harsh. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt he made a mistake. He was caught out, but he was miles out from goal. Was it clear goal scoring opportunity? I don't know. I also Mm. think... Like you said, giving out reds is a big deal, right? Because it impacts the game game completely. completely. You lose a player. I think when in doubt, it it should be a yellow card situation. And then if it's a repeat offense, of course, a red card and they're off. But Mm. 
giving a red card straight away. Mm. <laughs> One of the best uh, refereeing performances I saw this season was the Melbourne Derby. The ref really let everything go. Mm. There was a lot of kind of tough tackles that they let. I like. I like. And you want to see that? I love that. Play, yeah. you know? I love Feels that. understands it's a derby and lets yeah. it play. Mm. That one. There's, it's contentious whether it was a derby or not. MacArthur versus Sydney FC. Is that oh, a derby? Was, wasn't there some beef on Twitter? Yeah. There was some that? beef on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, because MacArthur, I think, had done a Twitter post saying, oh, so excited for the Sydney derby on the weekend. Yeah. Everyone's like, and sorry, what? And Sydney and FC it, like friend zoned them <laughs> right away. <laughs> like, derby question mark? Yeah. Basically, sorry. MacArthur called it a date and Sydney FC <laughs> said it's just two friends hanging out. It's not, it's not a date. <laughs> That's like, so it's funny. a violation, low-key. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, it's not really a derby, is it? Yeah. Uh, it's got to it's got to have a bit, few more years, you mm. know. They got to. There has to be some sort of something has to resonate. Yeah. So, but who's MacArthur's like yeah, rivals then? Just like it'd have Wanderers? to be Western Sydney. Yeah, Wanderers, yeah. Right? But yeah. Uh, is this the Western Sydney see MacArthur as no. the no. It's more see, Sydney or C, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a tough, it's tough one. Tough one, is it? It's, yeah. it's like almost like they have to just pick one out of the hat and go. Yeah, yeah. Derby Day. Well, it's almost like I think. I think for many years you look at Man United and like did Man United really consider City the derby or did they consider Liverpool the, the it, match? It's, you know? It was Liverpool. Yeah. Historically it was Liverpool. That's right. Mm. So it's like until MacArthur gets like uh, full of cash and starts mm. winning everything and maybe at that point yeah. Yeah. then they'll be similar to Man City. Yeah. Then like, okay, yeah. Like, That's very... It's, it's a good, it's a a good comparison because they need that history behind them. They yeah. need a few like kind of crazy yeah. games yeah. And, and all of that to yeah. reference. And they probably need uh, a few more supporters as well. Henry Bear one <laughs> has asked, MacArthur are getting terrible crowds. How do we fix it? What's the crowd number saying? Do we know? Do we have numbers? You know, they're averaging what? Two, 3,000 I think I at some point. I reckon you can count um, it on a couple of hands. They had seven against Sydney FC, but I, I, I question how many of those would have been Sydney FC fans. <laughs> you know? I think a, a lot of, I know a lot of no, Sydney FC can, fans made the trip. If you watch the game, the mm. stands are very quiet. Yeah, they've got the cowbells. Which make noise. I hear them. Yeah. Okay. When we were at the uh, Sydney United MacArthur game, there yeah. was a cowbell right behind me. Exactly. And let me tell what? you, yeah. it gave me Vuvuzela Yeah, what's worse, memories? a cowbell or Vuvuzela? What would you rather listen to? Oh. I'd probably rather Vuvuzela. Mm. I maybe mean, cowbell. That was You'd rather a cowbell? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the Vuvuzela was really annoying. Oh, I liked them. It, yeah, but it, then it's like World Cup nostalgia. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Know. I liked them. Anyway, this kid was just going crazy on a cowbell behind me and yeah. it was just like I don't know if I'd rush to another MacArthur game yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, can I you imagine like one day if they actually have a shitload of fans I would just, like, you get 20,000 cowbells going at the same time oh it'd be insane I'd, uh, yeah I'd, I'd love that you know but yeah they, they, um, they seem to be struggling with the, the attendance thing and I think the stadium thing is a really is a really big problem or not problem but I think thing that people need to take into consideration because having a smaller stadium like you look at these League 2 teams mm. um, in England like they have a smaller stadium they don't have that huge fan base but the stadium's f like a 10,000 seat stadium mm. full looks better than 30,000 when you've only got 10,000 so you, or you think MacArthur should play at like a little 5,000 seat? Yeah mate just play yeah. a little, just play we a little one. good stadiums though you like know that, like yeah. when I was they training in that. England I was, yeah, I, was with the smallest, yeah. I was training with the smallest team in the football league as yeah. in stadium wise Accrington yeah. Stanley oh, like, yeah. it fit 2,500 yeah. but it had a it had a stand that went all the way around so it was only like 3-4 rows but it went all oh, the way yeah. around That's like cool. a rectangle and you were enclosed yeah. here if you have That's very intimate too It's nice That's the non-league feel yeah yeah especially even Hitchin Town my team like the, the, it's like they've got a few seats around and then everyone else can kind of stand in the goal yeah. area and it's like right I don't understand right. why we build stadiums with one big stand and then like grass hills everywhere mm. else why do we do that here make uh. that stand smaller and run it all the way yeah. around yeah, yeah I agree with that better, you know? yeah. I agree with that but, hey. anyway. but uh, yeah I don't think I think for MacArthur it's a case of it's gonna take time yeah, yeah it takes time you can't just become an A-League team and then right. all of a sudden you've got 
thousands of people showing up. No. You need to build a connection. Yeah. You need to like play the game for a while. Yeah. You need to market yourselves. There's a there's a big enough uh, there's there's enough people in the Macarthur region. It's a massive catchment of people. It's about mm. converting them and I guess, you know, they are West Tigers fans, mm. you'd kinda say, but I think rugby league's almost yeah, done a bit so of a job. So they don't even like, watch the footy then. But this is what I mean. Rugby league's almost like done a job of almost kicking them to the curve or by combining their team with other teams like Wests don't exist anymore. They're now combined with Balmain. It's like mm. you need to convince those people that you've given them a real identity in this yeah. MacArthur team. Find out about the people. Don't, didn't they reach out to Olan Tekas do some stuff with they it? They did, uh, but it didn't end up going. Because Olan, there's nothing, there's nothing Campbelltown about Olan Tekas. Yeah, That's already sorry. a problem. You shouldn't be reaching out to Olan. Sorry, mate. Find the Campbelltown version of Olan sorry, and get them sorry. involved I'm in a, your content. I'm para through and through and, and <laughs> Western Sydney Wanderers, boy, you know. <laughs> There you go. I bleed red, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, they've got the superstar manager and whether this was a publicity stunt or not, Sir Alex Ferguson was at training. Yeah. I know. That was uh, mad. That was pretty cool. Anyone know what he was doing It kind of came out of nowhere as well. Uh, Well, he obviously has a relationship with um, Dwight. 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 But did he fly all this way just just for that? Surely he's doing something else here. Maybe he's just on holiday. Yeah, during retirement. I mean, Campbelltown wouldn't be your first stop. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> You're visiting stop. Sydney for the first it time. Def- definitely not. <laughs> but I mean, maybe just came to give him a little prep talk, you know? Yeah, possibly. I wish we'd known. Yeah. Because I would have gone. Yeah? I would have just gone to yeah, say that I've seen him. Massive name. We saw a lot of the boys that we know from the team, like a lot of the players taking yeah, photos with him. Or them. Sick experience for them. There's another drama-filled situation in the A-League. Bruno Fornaroli yeah. is leaving Perth. Messi. Oh, wait. The one remember, remember last the whole week thing? we were yeah. chatting about him. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, the, he, the Twitter beef. Yeah, exactly. what happened? He's packed his bags. He's leaving. Uh, Where's he going? Well, he's the, just like terminated contract. The victory, victory, right? Melbourne victory with Tony Popovich, apparently. Oh, wow. It's a good pickup. Yeah. It's a great pickup. You pick take up. Bruno. You would one hundred percent take Bruno. Is what is it with Perth having great players and just not playing them? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on at Perth. <laughs> is, that, is that storage as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> at, at Perth. Maybe the Perth players. just like having them on their the radar like, team. Yeah. But they're like, no, no, no. A bit of a, a bit of a shambles there. He's finally on the way out. And so the last question I do want to drop from the A League is from Tommy Sara, Tommy Sara, Tom Sara. And the question is... Hopefully one of those. Yeah, hopefully one of them. After four games, who will win the A-League this year, Kat? Call it, call it. Toilet seat. Who does it go to? (laughs) That fucking toilet seat, honestly. Um, I feel Melbourne City. Yeah? Yeah. What a basic answer. Yeah. That's a basic answer. Sorry, what do you want me to say? I don't like to be wrong. Okay. (laughs) Melbourne City. It's not Western Western United aren't going back to back. Nah, definitely not. Poor Johnny Aloisi. Uh, I'm going Wanderers, mate. Undefeated. Undefeated in four, I believe. Looking quite good, nah, you know. Mark Rudin didn't uh, the A League did a post about him and then deleted it. I think what they put, they put, um, can we have a round of applause for this guy or something like that? Right, and it was like a picture of Mark Rudin. And I Why guess, did they delete it? I guess they were just getting dragged, <laughs> like they were t- favoring one team too yeah, much or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but this that's a that's a thing with these guys, yeah. like publishers, like they have to be careful that they don't take sides. Yeah, right. I think that's what it is. But yeah, real Ma- Mark Rudin, he's, he, he looks like he's um. He's Pulling some strings, you know, the boys are turning it around, you know, but it's early, it's early days. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Mm. But what do you think, Claude? I don't know. I was just thinking about it now while you guys are talking. <laughs> I I don't know, early days. You know what I'd like to see win it? Who? Adelaide United. I like Adelaide United. Fair enough. Mm. I'm a big fan of Adelaide United. Are I you? Like, I don't know. There's something about them. <laughs> Something about them I like. I like their players. They're a bit underdoggy, right? I like their Sorry. players. I like their fans. I like their stadium. Yeah, I always yeah, think yeah. they have the most like proper little boutique football stadium. Mm. I just think they're I like just. The kit. You know what? They've I like got the kit. They've got the ingredients. They've got it. They they they're lacking one or two players. I like Craig Goodwin. Yeah, probably fair. one of my favourite players in the league. I don't know. I think Adelaide United. Fair enough. Just well, for something different. I like Kisnobo. I um yeah. worked with his sister-in-law. 
quite. Yeah. So like, okay. you know, we're so yeah, connected. Yeah. So you're basically related yeah, yeah, to him. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I watched the A-League documentary about him mm. recently. I, think I didn't it was see the his most one. Was it good? Recent one to come out. Really cool. Yeah. I think. Was it all access one? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. So it. they did it on, on him and it was really cool to see like, because he is relatively young for a yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's obviously played and everything like mm. that. And you kind of like the story of the player turns coach yeah. and mm. how they channel that experience oh 100 but he's got a good relationship with the boys and i think he has a good balance of kind of authority and then also being just a a friend friend yeah i made him tear up did you i made him tear up i uh what yeah what happened when we presented the dolan warren awards a couple years back uh, and i I gave it out to him on a zoom call because obviously it was during covid um and i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna trick him here so i told him the call was to tell him that he was nominated for coach of the year but it actually was to give him the award oh. so i told him he was nominated and i'm like we'll be in touch you know just tell you who the winner is and i'm like patty i'm joking you've actually won coach of the year and then he teared up oh he, yes. he spoke about how much it meant to he him really and i was cares. like what a man right yeah, you no, could really and uh, not to look obviously i worked with his sister-in-law yeah. like that but she used to go on about it all the time because yeah. she's twins with his wife. Okay. Oh. So they're very close. And um, just he's made a lot of sacrifices in mm. his life and mm. um, he really loves his job. Yeah. And, and, and that documentary really confirmed it. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. Well, he's doing a decent job there yeah. at Melbourne City. He's got the players at his disposal. Let's take a trip over to Yadap now. Oh. Uh, I wish we were taking a trip over to Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you you nice. take a Europe trip right now, or especially after yours got to Qatar. Right? Thanks Sorry for to that. bring that up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bali's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bali if you squint, it's basically making yeah. Um <laughs> Let's let's chat a bit about European football because it's the final round of uh, Champions League. Europa oh. League it was packed yeah. in before the World Cup this year. Europa League. Once again, if you squint at that, it's looking like a Champions League, right? <laughs> These days. You take a closer look. If you Hold really, on a second. You know, we're talking Arsenal, Barcelona, Man United. looks like Atletico Madrid, Juventus, RB Leipzig will be wow. joining. Europa League's it's arrived. It's a big lineup. Yeah. It's Some I mean, big clubs, man. It's looking solid. Um, do you tune into Europa League, Olo? Yeah, well, now and then. Yeah. Now and then. When it gets towards the later end of the, yeah. the spectrum, yeah. that's yeah. about it. Would you Would you rather take, a, like, let's say Chelsea, right? Would you rather take a Europa League win? Or a Champions League semi-final? Europa League win. What about a Champions League final and loss? Uh, Champions League loss. And w- yeah, Champions League loss. You'd rather take a final and a loss, loss than yeah. a Europa League Because uh, Yeah, I feel like when you lose in the finals, like the next year, you kind of want it a little bit more. Okay. I that's bloody hope that's true. Would yeah. you back Liverpool? Would you ba- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you guys lost it before you won it, no? You, and then yeah, we lost it again. Yeah. And, well, you're still in it this year. That's not, yeah, the league's I know, shit, but, but maybe... Napoli's pretty scary. Napoli do yeah, look good. Haven't Napoli got some mad records? Napoli are easily what, the best, the, team, the best in team in Europe right now. When you look and at the way that they're playing... And they just Can you believe that? That's insanity. Napoli, just, just for those people that, that are checking in, right? Napoli, they sold Koulibaly. They sold uh, Dries Mertens. They got rid of Lorenzo Insigne. They got rid of all these players. And they got stronger. They signed a bunch of nobody. They got stronger. They signed wow. a bunch of nobodies, what people thought were nobodies. But right? they were actually like And they were actually beats. Koulibaly's been replaced by Kim, the Korean centre-back. He's killing it. He's, wow. he's playing better than Koulibaly. Wow. Right. And there's, there's such an international squad as well, right? Yeah, very. When you look at very. all the different countries they're from. And your boy, Super Eagle, Victor Ossiman. Oh. On the weekend. oh, man. He's a boy. He's on I'm, fire. Sa- I'm still sad that Nigeria aren't going to World Cup, man. Yeah. It's yes. okay. You just watch the Women's World Cup. Yeah. yeah. There you go. They're yeah. in Australia's group there. No, I'll have to do. And that's for the... <laughs> <laughs> it's the same story for the Italians. You can yeah, watch the Women's you World Cup watch as well. Women's World, World Cup. Yeah, Plenty of talent right. on show. That's all right. That's all right. Exactly. Uh, but uh, they are on fire in Napoli and they're playing Liverpool later this week. We'll talk about that a little later. I don't really want to. Did you, <laughs> did you see the Champions League drama with Atletico Madrid? 
No, what happened? Penalty in the last second of the game. So Atletico got a penalty after the final whistle. So they blew the final whistle. Yeah. It was a 2-2 draw. And then VAR had a look at it and they uh, actually... Oh, wait, the whistle was done. The, the whistle was done. So the game was finished. Yes, but there was a, a, a penalty shout just before the final whistle. And so they, they brought it back, gave the pen. Carrasco takes the pen. Keeper saves. Oh. Follow up. Hits the no. bar. Follow up. Blasts it into Carrasco and out. And Atletico, with oh that, are out of the Champions League. God. Justice. You know... Okay. The ball never lies, as they say. The ball never lies. The ball when never we talk about lies. referees having to make decisions, imagine you're decision. that referee. Yeah, that's a big decision. Whistles that's blown, and then something like that happens. That's I would decision. be stressing. Oh, yeah, that's a huge human. decision. Um, but clearly, the football gods were not on their side. It didn't happen. Juventus also lost to Benfica. They're gone as well. They're in the mud. Do you know how Pogba's doing? Do we do we have He's, an update? Where, where is he? Where's no Pogba? Idea. Right? He's dealing with family drama. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in court against his brother. Absolutely disappeared. Let's hope he continues to disappear and doesn't play against Australia. Or <laughs> if he know. plays, plays <laughs> like shit. Um, <laughs> young Nate said Liverpool's in the mud. Sorry, Kat. Thank you so much, Nate. <laughs> Virgil van Dijk's Anfield record is done. Yeah, 70 matches. He that didn't is lose. insanity. Yeah. I can't believe it's gone to Leeds. Uh, no, yeah. no, but here's the thing. I read something about the last time Liverpool had a winning streak at home. Mm. It was back in like the 80s. Right. Yeah. They won something like 75 games okay. in a row. It was back in like 81 or something. Yeah, and they, they, they lost, the 80s, yeah, yeah. lost to Leicester City. Okay. Who, you know, were not contenders right. by any means. Right. And I think it just makes sense yeah. that if it's you're going to break a streak yeah. of any kind, it's going to happen mm. with a lower team. It's always when it's a storyline. Yeah. You yeah. go in with yeah. like, you know, your guard's a little complacent, down. Yeah. You're, you're too complacent. Although I just think uh, Liverpool are so lackluster at the moment. Yeah. And even watching like the presser with Klopp, like you can tell he's not happy. No. Why would he be happy? It's amazing um, how things change so quickly. I know. It's true. Like the, like it is the, the same. It is really the same changed. team that won no. the Prem, isn't no, it? It's it's it is. Without minus, minus no, Mane. The problem is it's the same team and everyone's uh, figured yeah, them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. problem. You remember what was Pep Guardiola's quote? Yeah, it's true. It's like with the same team I cannot do. I cannot do. We, no, know, we must be fresh. We have to bring oh, new guys, new guys, new guys. <laughs> new guys, new guys. <laughs> it's the <laughs> same <laughs> team without money, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm not yeah. going to harp on about that. And Jota's injured. That hurts. Yeah, well. of course. Yeah. But I think while everybody's blaming our forwards, Backlines, where the, what shambles. the hell is happening yeah. with our defence? Yeah. Yeah. Zawa Nunes, bit of a baby giraffe eh, on the ball sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a bit of a baby giraffe yeah. when they're born. Like some sharp birth. Just yeah. gangling around. Don't get me wrong, he's got talent, right? But he's just, he's a little bit jammy. He's yeah. a little bit jammy on the ball. But um, he's he's definitely not our problem right now. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. The whole team just looks a bit, uh, you definitely need yeah. desperately a centre mid as well. You need someone to just command the mid. Yeah, the mid's empty. Yeah, the, yeah. the mid is up. You but need Zambo Anguisa. I'm telling you. Okay. You need Zambo and Gisa. That's the player. That's the player that Liverpool need you. from Napoli. Um, talk about storylines and firsts. Brighton oh. had won a game under... Chelsea boys. Oh. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. Because yeah, you know we, what? We've got to talk about it. We've got to talk about it. And also I said, I thought Brighton traded up with Roberto De Zerbi. You said this, Claude. And, then, and when we lost, I was thinking, fuck, Claude. Yeah. Claude's but, fucking called this. But then De Zerbi was, uh, was not winning. And, but he was playing good football. Took a point against Liverpool, right? At mm. Anfield. That was a great result. But he wasn't winning. And I'm like, fuck it, come up. This guy's around the corner from a win. Unfortunately, I looked at the line, uh, fixtures. <laughs> it was against and us. And he's playing Chelsea. Yeah. And then, uh, wrong yeah. corner. Of yeah, wrong corner. Didn't want that corner. Taught Chelsea a bit of a lesson. Yeah, like, Trossard. What a game. Trossard. They, they looked like they were flying Brighton. And also, like, we, it were, a lot of, I think, two or two of the goals came from 
our mistakes, you know, Thiago Silva. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Loftus-Cheek own goal. Loftus-Cheek yeah. own goal. The, the team just doesn't feel strong enough. You know, know. You, look at the, you look at the players like Loftus-Cheek, no Kante in there. Um, even Ben Chilwell didn't start. You know, Ch- Chalabas looked like he's on and off. You know, we've lost Rudiger. Yeah. I'm just like... It looks depleted. It looks in fact, the yeah. fact that Graham Potter hadn't lost the game up until this point was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. It was a surprise yeah. for me. They've kind of yeah. gone under the radar a they little have, bit. I think yeah. everybody's talking about the other teams. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's like, yeah, because he came in, I'm thinking, oh, you know what? We, we, he's given us wins. He's given us wins. But then mm. it was like, bang, okay, yep, we're still that chill. Yeah. We still haven't fixed the problems yeah. that we actually needed to yeah. fix. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I, I just know this season, I don't really expect too much from us, to be yeah. honest. If yeah. we win something, I'll be like, all right, it's unexpected. But I think there's, like, there's, a, there's an adjustment period. Um, there is, yeah. I think it's also one of those moments where you have to just acknowledge how well Brighton played. <laughs> Top team. Yeah. And they have been for a long time. Brighton and I good, think they man. would have beaten a lot of teams yeah. that with day. that same performance. And you talk about Leandro Trossard, broke a cheeky random niche Premier League record as well. He's uh, the first player to score the first five goals under a new manager. So, so he, he he scored the first five goals of the Roberto de Zerbi era. That's great. Was oh, Leandro Trossard, wow. um, and part of that was the the three that he scored against Liverpool. Um, so he's he's looking the goods. Could he get into that Belgium team for the World Cup? A Belgium team stacked. They it's are so stacked. stacked. But could Leandro Trossard make a claim? Maybe he could just you know he could get in a twenty-two man squad. Yeah. twenty-two. He might just sneak in there. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But he's, he's doing all the right things. Role to player. Get role player. He's looking good, isn't good, he? Good dude. He's you know? looking very, very good. World Cup's going to be so interesting. It's going to be very it is. good. I can't wait. And and the squads are all coming out now, and I'm going to take this opportunity to mention that because yeah. the squads came out. Remember we spoke last week about these managers releasing 55-man yeah, yeah, squads. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. They're it down now. They, well, they're starting to, but Spain released their 55-man squad. <gasps> yeah, really. No David De Gea. And he that took that personally and he, he showed it in the United you know, Jordan, game. And I took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one? He took it he personally. Did. And he, he, he basically he won Man United the game this morning absolutely. against West Ham, right? 1-0. No David De Gea, onside or offside. Yeah, out of I 55 players, you're telling me he's not in the top three or four that, goalkeepers? That is no one's fault but Man United. Do you know what I mean? Because he just has, he's looked genuinely stressed the last two yeah. years. Yeah. Like you can see it in his face, yeah. in his tweets. He just wants to win. He just wants to get back to where he was. You can tell his confidence maybe is shot a little bit. Yeah. But that game on the weekend was, I was watching some of the saves and I was, and these were all last two couple minutes. You yeah, know? And Man United were under the pump yeah, and I was like, he wow. He's still, he's still there. He's still the world-class keeper. So. Yeah. Look, you can't argue with the talent in Spain. Yeah. They yeah. would have, if Courtois, any country has... Yeah. It's choices yeah. it's it's Spain like, yeah, they're gonna probably start Unai Simon right Athletic mm. Bilbao but they don't have a goalkeeper that has the experience of no that's why they it doesn't do make not. sense to yeah, me yeah. I think you because we always come back to this it's experience it's yeah. so key especially at that level yeah. you don't get all that time in camp with new players mm. finding out like what works yeah. you need to bring in the guys that just know how to play against other nations yeah. and your De Gea's are like the perfect example of that well, it's crazy. He's been left out. And uh, the other Man United storyline I want to talk about is Anthony. Because not in this game, but in the game before, there was a, there was, there was a bit of noise made about his uh, 720 spin. So Anthony pulled out his famous double spin oh, on the ball. And then he passed the ball out for a goal kick. Uh, he got criticised for that, all, And I personally liked it. I loved it. And this is what's annoying me about they're killing football, bro. Yeah. They're killing the, the, the showboat and the express, express yourself. My dad always told me, I remember when I was younger, my dad always said to me, don't do anything stupid or skills until you're free nil up. <laughs> when you're free nil up, do whatever you want. Step overs, <laughs> drag the ball, whatever you want. You want to play, flip flap, do it. Until you're free nil up. What Man United? They were free nil up. You yeah. can do whatever you want yeah. when you're free nil up and yeah. your team's winning. That's, yeah. that's the time to that's the time to show both yeah. and and take the piss a little bit or whatever. I think there was a clip shared from um, 
ironically about Nani, right? Yeah. Do you remember? I don't know if you guys remember when Man United were up and Nani is like juggling. Yeah. Back towards his own goal. Yeah, and someone's yeah. like, what would happen if this happened in today's society? Yeah. They would absolutely crucify him. Mm. You know it's exactly what, I mean? what we love about football. I know. Isn't it? No, no, no. The, the entertainment value is all part of it. Yeah. And when you're playing at that level, man, like you want to celebrate your goals. Yeah. Like, it's so, imagine like trying to not celebrate when you've scored it, like yeah. Old Trafford yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, of yeah. course, you've got to let these guys have some fun with it. Yeah, well, we, it just course? happens to be, I love it. I personally yeah. love it. I think players should do that. It, it just happens, unfortunately, to always be the Brazilians. We saw, <laughs> right, we saw. There's a, there's a correlation. We saw yeah. Na- Neymar yeah, cop yeah, shit Neymar for his celebration. Yeah, we saw Vinicius copping yeah, it for yeah, dancing. Vinicius, now, yeah. Anthony's copping it for doing spins on the ball, yeah. right? Like, just let the let Everyone the just takes themselves too seriously. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's football. Yeah, is it? The Brazilian Jinga Jinga's back, bro. Yeah. It's going to be back this World Cup. Uh, Neymar, like, actually, speaking on Neymar, he's cleared in his court case. Oh, oh really? He got cleared. That was I love how this has just been like a Neymar court case update yeah, over the yeah. past couple of weeks. Yeah, we thought he was in trouble. He's not. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, him and his dad, they pocketed that 40 million and they're sweet. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> happy days. Actually, Neymar Very took happy the piss. Days. I to quickly talk about PSG, right? They won 4-3 on the weekend. So PSG and Napoli are the only two unbeaten teams in Europe yep, yep. that are unbeaten in all wow, competitions, so. right? You expect it from Paris. You don't really expect it from Napoli. Mm. Paris, they've done it the hard way. They've actually like snuck their way through a yeah. few games. On the weekend, they played Tua. They were down twice. They won 4-3. All three of them scored, Oof. as usual. Leonardo. Messi scored a rocket oh, Messi, yeah, yeah. from outside the box. Mbappe scored. Neymar scored. But there was one Neymar run. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Oh, because no. it, it didn't really make the highlights package, but because it didn't end up in a goal. But he's gone for a run, and he's ripped about four players, and oh, then he's yeah. done this backheel spin assist to Mbappe, and Mbappe's fucked it. One-on-one with the keeper. Oh, and it's man. one of those moments where you're like, if he puts that in the net, that goes down as one of the greatest assists yeah. of all time. Yeah. Because it wasn't you a goal. You're saying Neymar's like, this is why I hate Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can tell he's thinking that shit in his head. This is why I hate this guy, man. Oh, man. Uh, and honestly, you wouldn't put it past Mbappe to just not finish it. Just on purpose. Yeah, because yeah, he knows like, nah, how good it is. Yeah, it was too good. Oh, my God. That front, that front three, honest, that's that's the thing, though. That front three is so good yeah. that they can afford to go 3 0 down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what team can. No, like, they just do it on purpose. Yeah, like, they're just like, oh, you know, let's <laughs> just lose so we can like, come in clutch I mean? and win. It is crazy. It is crazy. Uh, quick one on the Premier League. Nick Stav, who, of course, was our guest on the show a couple mm. weeks back, he wrote in, uh, Are we expecting a demolition derby for Arsenal against Chelsea this week? Arsenal with a five-nil win against Nottingham Forest. Chelsea with a four-one loss. I'm no mathematician, but that <laughs> equals nine-one. Uh. <laughs> Listen, um, we kn- if we know one thing about Chelsea, derby days we turn up. It's true. That's the one day. Even no matter and how Arsenal bad, hates the, playing Chelsea. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Arsenal yeah. Of course. Yeah, Chelsea. yeah. They, we, they do. So if they know any time. We're gonna turn up. It's gonna be against a big team. Hundred percent. That's all. I, that's all I have to say on the matter. Look, I reckon Raheem could come through. Aubameyang on his on is gonna wanna prove. Ah, uh, um, this is true. Do you know what I mean? Arte- and this Arte- is the first time he's played against Aubameyang. Arsenal, right? He is, yeah. So he's gonna wanna prove something. And he's gonna like. He's wanna. He's gonna wanna score and do the. Yeah. <laughs> respect. 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 You know what I mean? And yeah. not celebrate. So yeah. I, I reckon. I reckon we we. I reckon we win. And, and It'll be a good game regardless. 100%. It will be a very good game. And Chelsea, of course, are playing Champions League football during the week. But it's a game that they don't even really need to win at all because they've secured first place. Mm-hmm. Whereas Arsenal need to play Europa League 
which is on Friday morning, Ooh, and need a win to secure first. So yeah, take it easy, Nick Stav. Yeah. Just watch yourself, yeah. brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I reckon, Arsenal yeah, lover. I reckon yeah. Chelsea could bounce back in that one. There was a bit of a worrying moment for Arsenal fans and for England fans, Orlando, with uh, Bukayo Saka, Saka yeah. limping Ooh. off in the five 0 win against Nottingham Forest. I didn't see it. Uh, was it did they confirm how? Look, they reckon it's not nothing too drastic. One of her about one of her about is Rhys James. Well, I wanted to talk to you about that, right? I want to talk to you about the players that are dropping like flies. And I don't yeah, know if we're just noticing it because the World Cup is on or is yeah. this abnormal? Because I feel like there's more injuries than usual, but maybe it's just because we all know every time someone drops, it's like, oh, World Cup's well, around yeah, the corner. Yeah, we're like, I was going to say uh, it could also be a case of because the World Cup's around the corner, yeah. the player feels any kind of... yeah. Anything and they they just don't play. They don't play because they want to make. There's that. no risks. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Rhys James' facts. knee looks like he could be out for the World Cup. I, is, I saw. I saw. I think he done an Instagram post where he said like he's proper down about it, like almost like you would be not like close to depression because he he he's he's been flying like yeah. you know what I mean. You could tell he's get, gonna get the captain ban soon. He's mm. Chelsea's main guy. Like I can he John Terry's even said I can see him being a captain for the next ten years. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. People are putting him in, putting him a little bit above Trent. He's hitting that form, and then bang, yeah. injury. He's had a few injuries, hasn't he? You know he? what I mean? Yeah. So well, that right back position for England's a bit interesting because Kyle Walker, as well, is also out with groin. He had a groin surgery. Six weeks out, he reckons he's confident. This was mm. when, when it happened two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's confident he'll be back for the World Cup. Mm. Uh, Calvin Phillips is a major doubt. Mm. Kyle Walker Peters injured. Bukayo Saka now limped off. And I'm just flicking through the lists, right? And you look at Gareth Bale's had injury problems for Wales. Mm. The French team. Let's have a look. Shitting themselves. And Golo Kante yeah, will miss done. the World Cup. That's confirmed. Oh, he's definitely missing it. He's missing it. Yeah, he had to have surgery on his hammy. Wow. Wow. He's run, obviously, he runs too much. Because his hammies have like, The hammies have just finally gone, listen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All those five, six years of running around, we're going to need six months off. It's not sustainable, <laughs> man. It's not sustainable. Paul Pogba has not played since signing for Juventus. Oh, he hasn't played? He hasn't played a single game. He's been injured this whole time. He so doesn't, he doesn't even appear to be really on the bench much as well. You haven't seen him at training. At least Kiesa's training, but Pogba's yeah. out. Wesley Fofana limped off yeah, uh, against French. Milan yeah, the other day. Well, yeah. That's France as well. Uh, Lucas Hernandez been mm. injured. Rafa Varane limped off last week wow. for Man United. Tony Martial as well. So French. What, what if all these players, are, like you said, are just doing it? Because the World Cup's around you know the corner. What? They're actually in an themselves. intensive training camp. For yeah. the World Cup. They're like, you know what? Nah. World Cup's coming. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's no, it. But it. Slight it twinge. very well could be the case. <laughs> is, because yeah, they just said, true. I'm not risking it. I yeah. feel like a little off. Yeah. yeah. Look at these players. that are, I'm reading this article that they wrote on all the players that have gone injured already. And you look at, like, Diogo Jota's out. That's confirmed. Mm. Mm. Marco Royce, they're sweating on him because he's missed a few World Cups with injury. Um, Gini Wijnaldum was another one that uh, we remember. Got injured before the season. Oh, my gosh. Dybala? Of course. Dybala? Di Maria? The, wow. It's a... What? I feel like there's so many players dropping like flies. I don't know what's going on. It's terrible. It's terrible That's to so see. That's so bad. Either there's a plague of injuries or like I said, they're all in some secret intensive training camp. Well, has it got anything to do with, obviously everyone's playing a lot more games because they need to fit it True. all in before the World Cup. Like when have we ever had Champions League almost no, pretty much haven't. every single week? Yeah. It's like Champions League last week, Champions League this it's week. Big, the, the new placement of this World Cup yeah. has really shaken the it, season like, a lot. Of everything, yeah. I know we don't want to make too much noise about it, but this is clearly affecting the players. It has yeah. to be. Like it's a lot of football. They're playing. It's a great point anyway um let's hope we get to see our biggest superstars and we know it's going to be the last world cup for some huge players like your ronaldo's like your messi's please keep them fit please 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 millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But in some World Cup news, FIFA, look, I think I, I do not read into these, but the next country to apparently be set to be banned from the World Cup is Tunisia. Right. What do they do? Oh, God. I don't know. Tunisia have copped an official uh, warning now. Uh, warning. About, w- official warning. Uh, clarification about attempts to interfere with its internal affairs. So there's some dodgy shit going on from the Tunisian Football Association. Like that's only happening in Tunisia. This is a thing, right? What does that mean, though? What does that mean? What are they doing? It's, they're probably feeling like the Tunisian Football Association or, you know, the equivalent of is getting too involved in FIFA decisions within Tunisia. Well, this is the thing, right? Tunisia now apparently going to be banned. Ecuador, everyone's saying we're going to be banned for fielding that player that shouldn't have played. Iran. That's a good story, though. Well, Iran's the one everyone's calling should be banned, right? For all that shit that they're doing. FIFA won't ban anyone. They won't ban anyone. Let's Mm. be completely real. Chancellor, anything you've done, FIFA's probably done worse. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. 100%. Let's be real. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah. like they're no, they're no one. They're no like knight in shining armor, are they? Do you know what no. I mean? That's like that guy that like cheats on his missus all the time, yeah. and then his missus just like texts one guy and, and he breaks down. And yeah. Yeah. How did you do that? Too? Yeah, that's yeah, FIFA yeah. right now. Yeah, Come true. on, bro. FIFA can't do anything. So I don't think any of them will be dismissed. No, because their moral compass out. is compu- confused. Bro, like I don't want to go into details, but nah, it's not happening. All no. right, it's not happening. But if it happens, there's a lot of teams standing by Egypt. Is one of them now. We're ready. Standing by. They're ready to go. <laughs> We're ready. Salah is ready. Oh, they're, Salah. All, they're all got fingers crossed. Egypt, of course, because if Tunisia get eliminated as an African team, yeah, they would be a shout. Uh, Nigeria would be a shout as oh, well. Please. Um, you've got UAE awaiting to see if Iran got eliminated and Peru awaiting to see if Ecuador gets eliminated. Oh, the per- we love the Peruvians. And we? the Italians also have thrown their hat in the ring, just saying, hey, we're here too. Don't forget about us. Don't forget about us. Just in case. Not yeah. going to happen. Not going to happen, guys. Not going to happen. Um, but what about this one? The Socceroos made probably the most, the biggest statement, I think, mm. of any team oh, with that, this, that yeah. video that they released. Yeah, that's right? a big move. It was a big move. Not uh, We saw so, some nations say that they're not too happy about Qatar, but Australia actually got all their players to film a video about human rights and about all that. Yeah. Qatar responded. I don't what know if you saw this. I didn't see the response. What did they say? Yeah, Qatar responded. They were, they were quite cheeky in their response. Uh, they said, we've committed every effort to ensuring this World Cup has a transformative impact on improving lives. And uh, what they said here, there was a key word that, that they said, which was a little bit of a stab. They said, um, the new laws and reforms have been brought in place to tackle a global challenge that are, exists in every country, including Australia. Oh, nice. They're kind of trying to say... Fix your, your own perfect problem. Fix your own yeah, you're not perfect. It was a bit of a stab back in Australia. Oh, shit. That's you know like what? Well handled. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's what you... Well, you know when you're in an argument with someone and yeah. it's like, you know that it's you've like, done something wrong. Yeah. You're like, well, it's, you're not perfect yeah. either. Yeah. Very much. It's like, you're ugly. Mate, look at yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's kind of exactly. like. I, I hear that. But to be honest, I liked the video. Yeah, it was good. I did like yeah. the idea of them just kind of saying, hey, we're going, but these are the things that we think are wrong. Yeah. yeah. And we're not going supporting these yeah. things i think also for the australians who feel funny about it being mm. in qatar because we mm. know that that is the case for some people yeah. they can at least be somewhat comforted by the fact that they know the socceroos are kind of on the same page you know i like yeah. to i like to press press the touchy subjects right yes. yeah. do videos like this or denmark releasing the all red kit the all black kit and covering their logos and stuff mm. does this actually make any difference do you think 
it makes this is what I'm, this is what I was saying yesterday. It makes people talk about it, yeah. right? Right, and and think about it. But at the end of the day, we're still going, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like you're still going. Well, you're not gonna not go. Are exactly. You? So it's like if the I understand it, but it's like, is the impact so big that you're not going to? Mm. So it's like, it's not like, what's the point? Yeah. But it's almost like you're just, you're putting it, you're shedding a light on it, but at the same time, it's, it's like. It's probably like a nice PR move, definitely. I think it's, like, I do think it's a PR move. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. I, and you are 100% correct. Mm. It doesn't necessarily make a difference in Qatar. Right. But it's a way of getting people on board who are questioning like the. Everything kind of you're yawning. Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, sorry. is it something it's I said? Late, no, no, no. It's a late night. It's a late night. <laughs> few yeah. early beers. Sorry, yeah. but it it makes people who were questioning like the Qatari yeah. event yeah. go like, okay, I can support Socceroos now because like I'm on the they've, same page. They've, they've addressed the elephant in yeah, the room. I think yeah, they've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do think it's a PR move. I okay. think it's a good one. I think okay. it is important to kind of stand up for what's right. Right. But at the same time. No, it's not going to make this kind of huge life-changing right. impact. Yeah, well, uh, Piers Morgan retweeted oh, it. Right? Piers Wait, oh, Piers is bullshit. Of course he, he did. He retweeted it and he said, uh, find virtue signaling words. Presume presume, you guys will now be boycotting the tournament uh, or do see, you not care that much? This is exactly, this is yeah, exactly this is what exactly I said. Right. You know? This is exactly yeah. what I said. Like It's like you've now given people a chance to be like, okay, whoa, this is fantastic, amazing. You guys care about... So you're going? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a tricky it's one. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky yeah. one. Uh, it's okay because it's at the end of the Pierce day. It's Morgan. It's Pierce Morgan <laughs> needs to just shut his mouth sometimes. But <laughs> he has a look. He does have a point. You know, yeah. actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And this is a good example of that. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day, we it's Australia. So hard it's Socceroos. <laughs> We're s- so lucky to be there. Yeah. We almost weren't there. Yeah. We might not be there for long. Yeah. So let's just enjoy it. It's an interesting one though because I had a good friend of mine said, uh, you know, talking to, seeing that response, he messaged me straight away and he said, couldn't these players have done it after the tournament? Because now if we get any dodgy decisions our way, we need all the help we can get. (laughs) (laughs) So let's keep it to yourself until we get the right decisions and then we can say anything we want afterwards. You're right. There's now a vendetta against Australia. Now there's a target on you guys back. Any VR decisions are going to be going... Yeah, exactly. they want it to go. Yeah. Well, well, Australia and Denmark have been the two most vocal teams. And, and we're, we're both in the, in the same, same group. group. So that's going to be an interesting one to see. That game might just not get televised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Some like outside pitch, just yeah. like in the dirt. Yeah, we, we've seen, we've seen every time a World Cup comes around, we get all these guys predicting the tournament. No one's ever going to come close to Paul the Octopus, right? Paul the Octopus was the goat. That <laughs> predicted who's this every guy? Do you remember Paul the Octopus? Did I know the Octopus? No. Octopus in 2010. That predicted he every single game of the World the Cup. He predicts the winners. Where the no, fuck were you? Did they not show that in England? No, 2010. Well, 2010? 2010, there was, uh, the one in South Africa, there, there was, was an octopus that was going and, and uh, picking the teams every game. It did, did. Yeah, oh, I know. Wasn't it like an actual octopus? An actual octopus. No, oh, it's a guy called Octopus. I like, like, you know, like a stage name. <laughs> 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 That's what I thought you meant. Oh, really? You, you don't remember? Uh, no, 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 no. Now I, I feel like I remember faintly. This guy. Faintly. Okay. Well, anyways... <laughs> There are some supercomputers that are being used and they take all the no, statistics. No, they're replacing the octopus. It's not the same, is This it? is like the VAR problem. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> the referee is the octopus. Okay. Let but the referee decide. Basically, uh, these supercomputers take the last four World Cups, take all these FIFA okay. rankings and they basically just somehow punch it all into these statistics yeah. and they yeah. spit out the result. And uh, this massive research experiment came back and predicted that England were to reach the semi-final. I think that's a bit of a stretch, to be honest. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> Why is that a stretch? I think they predicted... We're in the finals of the Euros, they, mate. They predicted... Yeah, but Italy were too. Look what they are, right? <laughs> they, they predicted England to reach the semi-finals uh, and lose to... 
uh, Portugal on penalties. On penalties? Right. Predict- England going to be penalties. That's what they predicted. That is weird. And they pre- so England lose to Portugal on penalties. On pens. And this, this galactic computer, football. This computer predicted a Portugal-Argentina final. Oh, <gasps> that would be nice. Which though. would be Portugal-Argentina final. Ronaldo's That's Ronaldo Messi. Oh, Lord have mercy. Messi's last one. Oh, I would lose it. If Portugal, the whole footballing world would lose it. That's nah. it. Yeah? That's it. That's the that's the that's, that's the, the pinnacle of, of football. That's the greatest game of all time. That's it. Easily. Yeah. That's Easily. it. Wow. It doesn't matter what the result is. No. So the computer predicted that. Yes. Wow. wow. And I think the way the draw is structured, it's structured it so that work. if they all have good World Cups, if they both have good World Cups right. and go on a solid run, they mm. can meet in the final. So Did the computer know how Jota's feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Jota's out. It means It's actually good news for Ronaldo. It means Ronaldo True. should probably start nine unless Andre Silva's a shout. Portugal-Argentina in the final. I'm so here for that. I'd love to see it. Who do you... Listen. And who wins? Listen. <sighs> Cristiano Ronaldo, Sui. <laughs> No, I'm <laughs> in those big games, I'd I'd be going for Argentina in that one, but yeah. I don't know. It just be it, as as Olan said, it doesn't really matter. At it that doesn't point, matter. No, at that point, as a as a neutral as that, fan, as a neutral, yeah. as a football fan, are you neutral in an Argentina game? Not really. I'd, I'd lean a little bit that way. Yeah, I'd lean a little bit that way. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd just be happy. I'd be like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I'm happy. Like you yeah. guys, fucking retire. Yeah, that's it. You've given us everything you can give us. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I would just want to see a good matchup. Yeah, it would be. It would be amazing. Um. Tell you what, one player that I want to talk about quickly this week, we will talk about World Cup records in a second. Mm. Another record was broken. So not only did we have Virgil van Dijk's record, that was unbelievable. We had Tony Cruz's record. He was sent off for the uh, first time in his career after 15 years. Whoa. He was sent off for first, the first time. It was two first yellows, time, right? Two yellows. Wow. And it was in injury time as well was his second yellow. Bit useless probably looking back. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought we'd let's have a look at some of the biggest records. I want to see out of yeah, you nice. two who knows these World Cup records. Okay. I know. Or just global well, no, football yeah, records. The I first know. one is... Do you know in what country was the biggest attendance to a football match? They reckon 210,000 fans turned up to the stadium to watch this. America? The US? Yeah. It's it's giving me even like South America, Ooh, okay. Argentina. Warmer. Warmer. Was it oh. was it like a um, Mexican? Mexican South America. Wait, Mexican not South America? <laughs> Central America. <laughs> Anyway. Close, close, close for those um, Chile? Nah, Brazil. Brazil. Oh. Brazil. 1950 World Cup final. 210,000 fans turned out to see them lose. 210,000 fans Christ, in the Maracanã. They can fit 210,000 or not was legally. these people... Are <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not legally. <laughs> yeah. legally. I, I think it fits about 100. They doubled it. You, you oh would have felt the stadium. Yeah, like they moving. doubled it. It would have been fucked up. Uh, look, the... They had 200,000 people for the famous Maracanazo. They lost at home to Uruguay and they've got wow. a bit of a curse on that stadium. Uh, um, since then, Since yeah. that day, they've got a curse on it. Brazil just struggled to win games there at the Maracanã. Same thing happened in the Copa America. They lost to Argentina Interesting. there. They lose big games there. And uh, on the weekend, congratulations to Flamengo. If any Brazilians are listening, Flamengo won. They play their football at the Maracanã. They won the Copa Libertadores. Who did they like play the Champions in? Yeah, who did they play in that? They played Atletico Paranaense, which is another Brazilian team. Brazilians are dominating South America. Your Portuguese pronunciation is very good. Yeah, Claude's Obrigado. Muito obrigado. Obrigado. Thank you very much. Uh, but did you know, Flamengo, mm. the most supported domestic team in world football, right? So obviously Man United got all these fans. Yeah, right? all yeah. over the world. Uh, you know, love Man United. But locally supported. Flamingo mm. have 43 million fans in Brazil alone. Bro, that's like the whole of Brazil. That is in, a lot of people. It's a lot of Brazil. That it's is a lot. It's not all of Brazil. Brazil, yeah, Brazil. Brazil is Wait, very big. What's the population? I mean, I don't have it off my heart. Do you I'd know the population? Like Bro, so they, they've Jazzy, got over half. people live in Brazil? I reckon it's... A, 43 million domestic... No, but it's... it's we're talking Bro, what? like How? many millions in Brazil. 
214 million people. It's a, it's in it's a percentage. It's a, it's That's a like 20%. It's a lot. It's a lot. Jesus, that's 43 million fans in Brazil alone. They're the most supported local team, you know, wow. I mean, not including global audiences. So, congratulations to them. The parties in Rio would have been absolutely Oof. lit wow. in that one. And I thought while we're talking about records, I want this one. Can you guess how many was the most red cards shown in a single match? It was in Argentina. It was in South America. Trust. Most red cards in a match. How many you reckon? Five. I'm going to go with... <laughs> He's laughing because it's so many more than that. I swear there was five like last week in a game. Or something. Right, oh, really? No? Oh, wait. No, no, no. On one team or the whole? Together. Match. Oh, okay. I thought it was one team. No, no you didn't. No, 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 no I did. No, no, I did. I did. The whole I just match. Okay, whole How match. many is the most red cards in one game? I think 11. 11? So okay. you think like potentially a whole team yeah, is half, out? Yeah, half, half, yeah, half, like half one team, half the other team. I'm gonna say because there's 22 players on a pitch, right. That it's more than 11. Okay, I'll go with 13. 13. It was actually back in 2011 in the fifth tier of Argentina. Fifth okay. tier, you could go rowdy down there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. really the rowdy. Red, Thirty-six red cards were shown because you guys forgot about the staff. Oh my god! And oh, the bench, wow. right? So the entire playing group was sent off, <laughs> including both managers wow. and some of the bench players and staff as well. Thirty-six red cards shown. Fence what say they all game. had a week off. Next I got to watch them highlights. Yeah, they I all had a week to. off. Um, There's not much football in those highlights. Yeah. No, there wouldn't be much football. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, we're going to go to some of our fan questions that have been sent in. Thanks so much to our fans that have been subscribing to yes. the pod. I think, I haven't checked, but I think we're just about a schmidge away from 300 five-star ratings on Spotify. Wow, that's, that's, that's huge. When I checked in, we're on 297. Now, we might have hit that 300 since Ooh. I last checked, but guys, if we haven't, please jump on Spotify. Please. Click us a five-star rating because that 300 is huge. Uh, yeah. You had a question specifically for you, Kat. Ew. From Sandra Constantine. It's asked for Kat. That's my sister, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> that is my sister. Well, really? She's oh, asked, she's asked uh, shoot, shag, or marry. Mm. Neymar, Giroud, Loftus-Cheek. I can do this as well if you want. Well, you yeah. can. But hold well, on. Off the bat. Okay. I'm marrying Loftus-Cheek. Wow. Why is that? Beautiful man. But just because he's a beautiful man? Yeah, literally. Okay. That's it. Giroud, Neymar, this not, is not super, marriage material? This is very super... I'm not saying that they're not. Mm. Okay. But if you're going to give me the... Three. So Loftus Cheek's the best looking out of those three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hands yeah, down. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'm agreeing with you. I'm You're agreeing. also marrying him. Yeah. Well, definitely. only one of us can marry him. Yeah. Right. Um, fair enough. I so would I guess your ability as a footballer doesn't matter in this. It's, it's fair oh enough. yeah, no, he got an own goal. Okay. That's ick. But it doesn't matter. It's ick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Own but goal. it's fine. We move. <laughs> All right. Ruby we'll Loftus Cheek. Um, Marriage. This is hard because Giroud and Neymar are both very good looking. Okay, we have to shoot one of them. I think I would shoot Giroud. Right. And nah, that's tough. That's, that's offside, eh? Yeah, it's a bit offside. Why is that offside? Giroud's like, like, you know, sculpt, you know. Yeah, I well, do you think... You can shag him if you like. But yeah. I do think Giroud would be a better shagger than Neymar, let's be real. Actually... Yeah, don't you reckon? No, you can't take it back now. No, no, you, you can't, can't take, take it back. back you can't take it back. You made your decision. You got Olivia Giroud's a top shagger. There's no doubt in my mind. How do you know <laughs> so much? There's no course. doubt in my mind. Because... 100%. Yeah. Ask his, ask his ex-missus. She found him shagging someone else every week. It's he, he must have been half decent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Maybe I, my so morals got so in the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's playing well. He's playing well for, for Milan anyway. That, thanks so much for that one. Uh, keep us nice and offside <laughs> as we like to be here on the pod. Young Gun Nate said, two potties a week, please. Achievable. That's been in the works. Hey, possibly if they, if they want it, you know, you guys let us know if you want it. Two we'll potties. We we'll give it to would you. Would you listen to two potties a week, guys? If you would, 
Then let's make it happen. I don't see why yeah, not. Yeah, I don't see why not. I don't see why not. We need to just Football get the doesn't only happen on Mondays. What happens all the time. We just go get the budget to afford Olan for a second day. That's what it is. He's <laughs> nah, the salary Apparently, pack. I'm really affordable. <laughs> yeah, Kat's not too bad. <laughs> no, no that's fine. I actually Kat's am. Kat's coming up. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> the salary cap's been blowing out here. Um... <laughs> We had uh, another one here. This one's for you, Fetty Madeline. Now, I know you, Olan, you don't watch too much football outside of England, but there's a young lad, Marcus Edwards, young mm. English baller that's playing at Sporting Lisbon. Have you Sport- seen any of him? Is he our oh, mixed race lad from Tottenham? Yeah, 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 yeah I saw yeah, an exactly. interview of him. From Tottenham. Now, he's, yeah, calling baller. That, he's calling that he should be in the England squad. W- what's your feeling on these players that don't play in England? Um, if you leave England, should that hurt your chances no. of making the squad? No. Yeah, it shouldn't, but it's always going to. Mm. because we because of how we are as English fans we're almost like in this glass box you know until you start breaking records right and then you go and do it in the Champions League yeah. that everyone shines a light you know Tammy Abraham Tammy Abraham's absolutely killing it at Roma yeah. but people aren't really looking at him I almost feel like players need to do it more often right yeah. there was a young English player 19 year old that just got an assist for Juventus on the weekend he started playing as well I feel like now they're not afraid to do no, it no when the players leave they come back for way more yeah. money look yeah. at Sancho yeah. Bellingham if Bellingham gets bought back in England now it's going to be an astronomical oh, yeah I don't right. think it's a bad thing even no, Tammy if Tammy came back to England now he yeah. would actually be considered a world class striker whereas yeah. when he left he was kind of like second yeah, string yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. so I think it does not my whole world of good by leaving not many does. players I mean if you look at even Kieran Dyer's career that's what how he started yeah. off he went over I think I think it was it was a Portuguese thing yeah, I don't know if it was Portugal. Lisbon he went to Portugal yeah he went to Portugal yeah. and then he came to, to Tottenham and then bang even it. Trips I dare say Kieran Trippier now mm. has been a little bit more well respected after he went to Atletico Madrid know. and had that stint there yeah. it helps I, I still think there's a bias around where you've gone to play yeah, yeah. like it, it's still important that you're playing for these kind of top leagues so you just shit on the um, Portuguese league eh? no no I, I think <laughs> you just don't rate the Porcos look it, it's not like playing the La Liga, for yeah, example, yeah, in yeah, terms yeah, yeah. of the way that it's viewed. The teams but you play every week. If yeah. you're playing a top team in Portugal, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. still part of the conversation. Yeah. I just think there is that English bias. Yeah. And so if you're not playing in La Liga That's or right, yeah. French League or whatever, yeah, yeah. it might impact your career. But at the same time, if you do really well, hmm. yeah. that shouldn't impact you. Yeah. Well, the Portuguese are bossing it in the Champions League. It looks like they could have all three through to the next round. Looking ahead at the Champions League this week, Liverpool-Napoli, who wins, Kat? Don't make me answer that one. <laughs> Who wins? I mean, look, they're both through. There's a chance that they rest their players, and this is a bit of a. It's at Anfield. I think Liverpool will try and make a statement here. I, I, I really, I think this is a really far more important so. game for Liverpool than it is for Napoli. They, they need to. Yeah. Like they genuinely need. Even to. Even though they're through. Yeah, it's yeah, like but it's just for morale. Morale. Yeah. And you can't, you can't lose at Anfield to yeah. Napoli. It yeah. was enough that we lost previously yeah. to them yeah we can't lose and coming off the back of a loss to Leeds and Forest yeah there's a lot to prove in this game right, right. so who are you tipping I'm gonna say Liverpool because yeah. I need all the good energy I can get it'd be a massive statement if Napoli go there and Boston Bayern Munich take on Inter good game I think look I think Bayern will win that one at home Inter already through with their win after Victoria Pilsen sending Barca mm. down to the Europa League Real Madrid take on Celtic at Ooh. the Bernabeu. Can Ange Postacoglu get a point there no. on that last game? Yeah. <laughs> no. It'll be tough. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be tough. He's got two points so far in the Champions League. Uh, he's finishing uh, on two points, Kat? Yeah, he yeah. is. He is. It's it. great to see them doing what they're doing. Yeah. But I think it was a bit of a reality check yeah. when they actually yeah. played yeah. those teams. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was excited to see them there. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's a lot of work to be done if you want to beat a team like Real Madrid yeah, yeah. who know how to win in the Champions League. Of course. And as you say, these big clubs... Doesn't matter if they're not playing for anything. When they're at home in front of their supporters, they're always playing for something. Like but the at the end the of the line. day, mm. yeah. it's eleven versus eleven, yeah. and no one has more of a right to winning a game yes. 
it's it's two teams coming in. It's tournament yeah. style. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. But when you look at what's uh, happened with Celtic previously and what Real Madrid are capable of, mm. it will be historic if they beat them. Yeah. Massive last game in the group for Ange Postacoglu. And I think for him on a personal level, yes, he's out. Mm. But huge. If he wins this game, if, he, if he, even something like this as a manager, something that could springboard you, doesn't matter you're out. If you beat Real Madrid at the Bernabeu, people might go, "Oh, that's that gaffer, that's that Aussie gaffer that yeah. went and beat them at the Bernabeu." It'd be massive for him. Last one, Juventus take on PSG. This should have been a huge game. This should have been the game <gasps> to decide who comes first in the group. Instead, Juventus are gone. They're playing yeah. for Europa League. If they win this game, will PSG go dominate them in yes. Italy? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You are in the mud. Uh, front three. Just too good. Just. just and just they're playing for records, level, aren't they? Another level. Yeah. Yeah. Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. They're Clinic. also not playing a, a Juventus at their strength. No. Like they're not they're not a top team at the moment. Mm. Um they have a, enough internal stuff going on yeah. that I don't think they can beat a PSG. Yeah, wow. It's gonna be an interesting game. So much football coming up. As it is each and every week. And can you believe it? The World Cup is only three weeks away. Ooh. It's Can't three wait. weeks away. It feels like it's going to be Christmas. We don't realize it's coming. And then as soon as they stop the football seven days before the World Cup, then it's just going to be switch all I your know. attention to the FIFA World Cup. It's going to be absolutely insane. I think we had a question in here early days, but I'm just going to throw it to you anyway. Kat, who's winning the World Cup? Did you throw your prediction? I, I do think it's Argentina. Argentina. I want it to be Argentina. And you're going with England, right? It's coming home, mate. Yeah, it's coming home. Don't make me say it again. Do you honestly believe that? It's coming home. No, what does your gut tell you, though? My gut tells me it's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> all right? And I'm sticking what with do you it. Think? Uh, I, I said I said my answer last night remember I said Argentina Brazil Spain mm. or Germany yeah. won't be England won't be France yeah. won't be Netherlands and won't be Belgium Belgium and won't okay. be Portugal I'll throw that in there alright well. yeah that's my little wills and won'ts should be amazing cannot wait for it you know what I think international football is real football yes Kat I was just going to say the Australian Podcast Awards are open Okay. As well, we and Some we can. Well, you can vote uh, right. for your favorite podcast, right? So you can actually nominate us. So go and vote for us. Okay, What's make so us the we'll, number one we'll podcast do a post on Born Offside in Australia. Let's do it. Let's yeah. link that shit, and Let's it'll be in linked bio. in the bio, and then yeah. I will all share it individually as well. Yes, guys. Um, but we also did. We're hoping to make the nominations for sport podcasts, but at the very least, if you can nominate us right. as best podcast, I'm going to make a deal right now on the show. Yeah. If we, what, are, what are we going for? Best, what are we going for something? You can best sports podcast best or something sport, like that? Yeah. Or we just best sports podcast in Australia. Because we're good, but we're so not that good. The best sports podcast. Best sports podcast in Australia. We've, we've yeah, exactly. Okay. Within Australia. That's doable. Yeah. We'll be, okay. So we we kind of we need to be nominated. We enrolled ourselves. We right. see if we come back as a nom- as a nominee. Fantastic. All right. And then for the best podcast, it's open. Oh, it's open. So we need everyone to get behind us for this. Throw one. us in this. Whatever Kat's talking about, she knows more about these things than I do. <laughs> throw us in here because I promise you, I'm going to say it right now on the pod. If we win, yeah, one of these awards, I'll throw a born offside party. Oh. oh! I'll throw a born offside party if we win one of these. And you can all you come down. And you can all come down, we'll and we can all get it. lit all together. All hey, right? We can all done. have a pals together. We can all have more than that. All right. <laughs> if we if we win one of these awards, we will party the night away. Thanks so much for joining us here on Born Offside. Enjoy the week of football. Thanks, guys. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash 
Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.